Welcome to the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Catani, and the founder of Catani Capital Group. For the last two years, I've been studying alternative assets and now help solve the problem of creating passive cash flow for creators, influencers, and busy professionals by bringing you five episodes a week of easy to understand education in the world of passive investing. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Chronicles. I'm your host, Johnny Catani. I hope everybody's having a great week. Hope everybody had a great weekend. As you can hear in my voice, unfortunately, I brought home a pretty wicked head cold uh, from California. Uh, if you're wondering, the hurricane did not hit. Uh, there was rain, a lot of rain, but uh, honestly, wasn't really too windy. I think some branches might have fallen Sunday night, but um, we did play in the rain on Sunday, admittedly, and I do wonder if I caught a little bit of a cold, although it was not that cold. Um, we did go get in the ocean too. So that, that was the the difference in temperature between when I got in the ocean on Saturday, when I got in Sunday was very noticeable. It was chilly. So anyway, bear with me. I apologize. Uh, and if I seem to go off on tangents or have, uh, a lot of brain farts, please forgive me. It is just very fussy upstairs right now. But uh, we're battling through it. Uh, we'll get through. So, uh, and I also do apologize. This may end up being a little bit shorter episode than typically Wednesdays would be. But, you know, I still had to record. We got to power through. You know, mama didn't raise no quitter. So, um, but works out perfect because I hadn't really been thinking about what to chat about. And the Wall Street Journal just put out an article office tenants are renewing leases, but for far less space. So, uh, we've talked a little bit about office on here. I've talked about it with guests. I haven't had anybody that's big in the office space. Now I've had some operators that have suburban office retail. Well, retail is not office suburban office and retail. Those are usually mixed together, you know, in, uh, in their portfolio. And if you're wondering what suburban office is, think you're like CPAs, your lawyers, uh, Dennis, uh, you know, maybe um, an Instacare, uh, something like, well, that would be medical. So never mind. <laughs> There's a head cold. Uh, so think lawyers, Dennis, uh, CPAs, things like that, right? That, you know, are, are going to be around in suburban area. Sorry, I got to stay hydrated so I can try to beat this cold. Uh, so, but this article is about what we know as office, what so many people know as commercial real estate, which is downtown office. And essentially what it's getting at is that, uh, so in the second quarter of 2023, a pretty interesting fact uh, a new uh, 97 and a half million square feet uh, U.S. business signed new leases for an estimated 97 and a half million square feet, up from 57.4 million square feet in the second quarter of 2020, lowest point of the pandemic. So essentially, you know, you've had basically about a 
a 20% increase in leasing since the worst time of the pandemic. But uh, the, well, no, I guess it's more like 40%, but that's just since the lowest still down, right? So uh, office vacancy rate has increased to 13.2% from 9.5% during the pandemic. And vacancy rate is, so a lot of you, I've talked about it on here before, is that the vacancy rate is at 50% in the sense of 50% of offices no longer leased. This is saying, you know, um, is uh, of of what's leased, right? So, or I'm sorry, 50% of people are not back, meaning including everything leased and not leased. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Everything leased and not leased, 50% of, of people are not back in the office. Of total office space, it's now vacancy rate is now increased and CoStar is forecasting it to increase to 17% by 2026. But there are some bright spots. Um, I mean, kind of. Uh, some of these deals are like 15-year deals, which is not uncommon to see in some of these bigger... I mean, think about, you know, like it references IBM in here. Think about IBM, right? They they don't plan on going anywhere anytime soon. So it's worth it for them to sign a 15-year lease because it's like, well, you know, and then it's gone and taken care of and, and you know, you know you're going to be in the office. But they made some good points. Like if a tenant signs a lease for 100,000 square feet and they move out 150,000 square feet, that's a net negative, right? It's net negative 50,000. So what it's basically saying in here is that leases, lease signings are increasing, but everybody's downsizing. I mean, like seriously downsizing. You've got um, IBM leased 320,000 square feet for its Austin, Texas office, less than half of what it used under its previous lease there. So they downsized by over 50%. And that's IBM, who I was just referring to. Um, you've got a big consulting firm, Aon. They're downsizing in Chicago by a quarter to 300,000 feet uh, square feet. So basically new leases are, so basically what the article is saying, new leases are being signed, but everybody's signing for smaller deals at a lot lower, uh, you know, rent premiums basically, or I mean, a lot lower annual rents than we had previously seen before. So, you know, ultimately office is still in big trouble. Now it's good to see some of these leases. I know some of these landlords are happy to get people in there, you know, especially when you're getting, you know, you've got millions of square feet of office space, right? Potentially that is going to go unleased. Now it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see because you're seeing a lot of employers push for in office. I know talking to people who, um, tech people who, my tech people, my tech people, my friends here and and people I know that are in tech here in Salt Lake City are talking about how, I mean, most of them have to be in the office at least three days a week, you know, 
it's hybrid, but some are, are on site and they want you there right now. Ultimately, I feel like that's still a little bit flexible in the sense of like, you know, on a rainy day like today, now granted this would be me on a rainy day like today, it's like, Hey, listen, I'm sick. I don't want to take a sick day, but like, I'm not coming in. Right. And it's, and, and, then, and it's, you know, a lot more acceptable, um, for, for that now than it was before. So that's really nice. You know, they have the infrastructure set up for it, but ultimately what we're getting to when it comes to office is it's hurting. And as more and more leases come due, you know, they're going to have to start taking big cuts, concessions, you know, especially for TI, like you think about, you know, some big company like IBM moving and downsizing, right? That means that the new office space had, you know, probably had some concessions there for them, right? In terms of getting them in there and, and working with them. So the leverage really right now is all on the employer side in terms of the, the tenant side, I should say. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I know a lot of the debt is going to become due here um, over the next, you know, two, three years. It's certainly going to have effect on most asset classes because you've got lenders who are, you know, going to be worried about what's going to fall off their books. You know, uh, that's, you know, money back to them that they would all be able to lend out. So, you know, they start tightening up. So there's kind of all of these little variables that bring it all back and it's all interconnected, right? Between the debt and the tenants and, you know, where people are moving and not moving and, you know, what markets are struggling and which ones are not. So there's a lot to keep in mind when it comes to this office thing. So we'll obviously be certainly uh, keeping an eye on it, but I just wanted to bring that up a little bit, have something to chat about so I didn't have to think too hard on a topic. But I'll be very curious to pay attention. And um, maybe I'll try to get an office, someone who's big in office on the show coming up and we can kind of get their their take on it. But I would imagine that most people are nervous when you have a lot of uh, downtown office space. You, I would imagine you're very, very nervous right now. You obviously have seen what's happening in San Francisco. It's all but, you know, I mean, billions of dollars in office just being turned over. They don't want it anymore. But when you think about like converting office, let's say to multifamily, I learned a very interesting um fact about it is it would be great and you know and certainly there are operators looking into it but the downside to it is that the fire codes and some of the 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 codes for like the difference between you know what passes inspection in an office building and what is acceptable in a dwelling right an apartment building for example can be very different depending on where you're at so you know, that could mean, you know, you've got a 10, let's say you've got a six story office building, right? You want to turn it into, into apartments. Well, that's great. But the stairs in the office building might not pass the code, the zoning for, uh, for to be in a multifamily, which means you would have to completely redo everything. So what people are realizing, it's a lot bigger lift than they anticipated. And you know, I just don't think you're going to be see as much of it as I think the industry originally thought. So that's just kind of my observation. 
would love to hear what you guys have to say. As always, you can join the list, KitaniCapitalGroup.com, top right corner, become an investor. And of course, you can follow me on social media at Johnny Katani. Hope everyone enjoys their week. Be safe, have fun, and I will talk to you on Friday. See ya. Thank you again for tuning in. Who do you know that wants more cash flow? Share this episode with them so you can grow your cash flow together. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you're subscribed on your platform of choice so you never miss a new episode. Go to KataniCapitalGroup.com to learn more.